The Productive Woman, Episode 2. Hello and welcome to this episode of The Productive Woman. My name is Laura McClellan and this is a podcast dedicated to productivity for busy women. My goal is to help you find the tools and the encouragement you need to manage your time, your life, your stress, and your stuff so you can accomplish the things that matter most to you and make a life that matters. Thank you for joining me. In this episode, I'll be sharing my tip of the week, the importance of backing up our digital data, my tool of the week, a couple of great options for automatic backups, and the topic of the week is the big picture, identifying our guiding principles. We're going to talk about taking a step back and looking at the big picture in our lives and consider some ways to make sure our energy, our activity, and our resources are being used to accomplish the things we really care about. So let's get right into it. Let's start with the tip of the week, which is backing up your digital data. Um, With computers and smartphones and all those sorts of devices so prevalent these days, we all have them, so much of our important information is now on these electronic devices. Our photos, uh, the addresses and, and contact information for the people that are important in our life, important documents, all these things get uh, stored on computers, on smartphones, on iPads, those sorts of things. And it's important to back that information up. Why? Well, any number of things. Your hard drive could fail. Uh, Files become corrupted. A laptop or a smartphone may be lost or stolen. Your data could be deleted by mistake. Or a virus or some other malicious program could harm your data. Backing up your data is the practice of making a copy of it so that you can restore it in case the original data is lost. Backups can be used to restore an entire hard drive or device or to restore a smaller number of files that may have been accidentally deleted or corrupted. How often you back up your data is up to you. As a general rule of thumb, you should really consider backing it up as soon as you've created enough new files or made enough changes to existing files that it would be difficult to recreate them if they were lost. Uh, At the very least, you should back up files that are frequently changed, especially if they're important to you. If you're a student, um, you know, term papers or resumes, those sorts of things. Um, You might also want to consider not only the documents folders where you store the files you create, but uh, other things like your photos, your contacts databases, those sorts of things. Um, It's important to do this on a regular basis, uh, and there are different ways that you can do it. Uh, You can use an external hard drive, something you plug into your computer or to your wireless router that can back up files manually or automatically depending on how you set it up. I use Macs um, on my iMac at home here. Um, I use a, a system program called Time Machine that's hooked up to an external hard drive that uh, automatically backs it up regularly. Every every hour it backs it up and just keeps a current copy of everything I'm doing on this external hard drive. I use, um, for my external hard drive, a Seagate Backup Plus, and I'll have a link in the show notes for um, where you can get information about the Seagate Backup Plus on Amazon, which is 
you know, where I tend to get these sorts of things. So uh, an external hard drive is a great thing, but it has uh, one little pitfall, which is it's right there next to your computer. So if something happens to your computer and damages it, uh, it, you know, if there's a, a flood or something like that, or somebody breaks into your home and steals your computer, they're going to take your hard drive, your external hard drive as well. So you should have some other options as well. The best practices are to do it both ways, back up to an external hard drive, but also use another system. One option might be what's kind of commonly known as cloud services, something like Dropbox or Box. Um, these are not really a true backup, but they are a system whereby your files reside both on your computer or, and uh, in the cloud. So there's sort of two copies of it going on that are synced back and forth, and it's better than nothing. The ideal, in addition to an external hard drive, is to do uh, some sort of online backup service. And that leads right into my tool of the week, which is online backup services. There are a couple of options, but these are internet services uh, where you're, that you, you load an app onto your computer and, um, it, it, and set up a schedule and it just automatically backs up your important files up into the cloud onto the servers that are maintained by this service so they're available to you. There are several good ones. Uh, um, you know, you can Google online backup services and get information. I use two different ones. I have a, an iMac at, uh, at home that I back up to Backblaze, and that costs about $50 a year. Another option is CrashPlan, which is what I use for my MacBook Pro. So whenever my laptop, my MacBook is uh, online, connected to the internet, it's automatically backing up to CrashPlan. Um, another option is uh, Carbonite, and I I haven't used that one, but I've heard, I know of people that do, and uh, they recommend it highly. All of these run, you know, Backblaze right now is about $50 a year, CrashPlan and Carbonite are at $60 a year. Well worth it if you ever have a, a situation where you need to be able to restore the important data to your computer. Uh, it's out there, it's safe, it's backed up and encrypted, and all of them uh, have a system in place for you to restore that data onto your computer. And, you know, I'm talking about computers. The same concept in terms of the importance of backing up applies to your smartphone, your iPad, um, there's different ways of doing that as well, and um, I may talk about that more in a future episode. But all of these different uh, online backup services have similar uh, benefits. They're very simple to set up. Now, the first backup can take a long time, depending on how fast your internet connection is, because it's backing up you know, however many gig of, of data you have on your computer. But once that's done, it's just an incremental backup. They, they, it only sends, you know, uploads whatever changes you've made, and it just um, goes on without you thinking about it. They're relatively inexpensive compared to, especially compared to replacing lost data, and several of them offer free trial periods. So they're definitely worth looking into. 
And the, the important feature is they're all automatic. Once you've got them set up, you don't have to think about it. It just happens as long as you're connected to the internet. It's just automatically doing it. So again, best practices for protecting your really important data is to do it two ways. Back it up to an external hard drive that's you know that you've got on site, and also back it up uh, to the cloud via one of these online backup services. More information about uh, these things are available in the show notes. I have links, and you can find those show notes by going to theproductivewoman.com and looking for episode two, and uh, everything will be in there. So that's your tip of the week and your tool of the week. And now I want to get into the topic of the week, which is really, you know, looking at the big picture and establishing the guiding principles for managing our time. And I I really wanted to do this early on in this podcast um, because I think it's just important for laying a foundation. Uh, Often when people think about productivity, they're thinking about, you know, calendars and to-do lists and projects. And all those things are a really big part of what we'll be talking about on The Productive Woman in the coming weeks. But there's a big difference between being busy and being productive. We can fill up our days and our hours with activity and do all sorts of really good things and yet feel frustrated and um, feel like we're never really making any progress on the things that matter most to us. The way to avoid that is to have some guiding principles to help us in making decisions about how to spend our time and resources. Um, We do that by consciously and purposely setting aside time to evaluate the demands on our time, the things we're doing, um, establish our priorities, and create a plan for keeping those priorities top of mind so that when we have to make a decision about the use of our time, we can do so thoughtfully and with our values and our priorities in mind. So taking the time to create a life plan And to review and update it regularly will make your life better, more fulfilling, and ultimately more productive as we begin to accomplish the things that really matter instead of just being busy doing the things that sort of present themselves to us. The bottom line is, you know, in 21st century life, we women all have to choose among many options for how our time and resources are used. We're all very busy. That's kind of a given, I think, if you're listening to this podcast. It's because you're busy, you've got a lot of things you want to accomplish, and you want to be better and more thoughtful and more effective. So we have to make choices. Without some guiding principles to base those choices on, we can't ever be sure we're going to accomplish the things that really matter to us. We can just, as I said, fill up our days and our time with doing things that don't don't move the ball farther down the court, so to speak, um, towards accomplishing those important things. The guiding principles come from truly understanding what our priorities are and really thinking about those things. And so um, in the next few minutes, I just want to talk about a you know, really quick overview of a process for... Um, thinking through those things. So it starts with setting aside some time when you can be quiet and undisturbed, have your calendar, your to-do list, those kinds of things with you, maybe your Bible if you're a person of faith and and you take, you know, 
guidance from that. A time when you can sit quietly and think about some things. And it starts with, for me, kind of evaluating what are the roles you play in your life. You know, are you a wife, you're a mother, you're a, a Christian, you're an employee or a boss, you're a parent, you're a, a you know a citizen, you're a friend, all those things. So, you know, have a notebook there and and just start listing the various roles that you play. The the and in uh, in connection with those think about the people you sort of answer to in those roles. Don't forget to include self or, you know, person or dreamer or, you know, however you like to think of yourself because that is important. Uh, and we'll, we'll talk about that a, a little bit in a minute. Taking into account your personal values, prioritize these areas of your life. For example, if you're a person of faith, your relationship with God probably comes first. Um, and again, you know, getting back to identifying these and, and making this list, it's the roles you play, the relationships you have. Women in general tend to be very relationship oriented. So think about who, you know, what are those key relationships in your life? And what are, then, then we're prioritizing what those are, starting with, as I said, maybe your relationship with God. After that, maintaining your mental and physical health is a priority. Um, so your relationship with yourself, so to speak, uh, that role as a person. Because honestly, you're no good to anybody else if you're falling apart physically, mentally, or emotionally. Women often tend to sort of put themselves at the bottom of the list and um that's not necessarily a good thing because again you know you've probably heard the analogy of when you're on a plane and they're giving those takeoff instructions they tell you if if there's a loss in cabin pressure put your own air mask on first before you help anybody around you because if you go to help them first which is our instinct often um, you know you're going to pass out from lack of oxygen, and then you're no good to anybody. So make sure you're on that list. Your spouse and your children, your career and or a ministry, your friends and extended family, you know, think about what the sort of relative priority of those things are. Because again, getting back to this, this we can't do everything all the time, and we have to make choices. And we're, we're trying to set some guiding principles to help us make those choices with care and thought. I'm not sure there's a one-size-fits-all here. I, I think it needs to be a matter of careful thought and, and prayer, if that's something that's important to you, um, to sort of establish the, the relative priorities of things. For each of those roles that we've talked about, now ask yourself, what kind of a, you know, whatever do I want to be? What kind of a wife do I want to be? What kind of a an employee do I want to be? What kind of a citizen? What kind of a friend? Um, really think about that and start jotting some notes. Describe it to yourself, you know, in writing. Another way of looking at this is to think of those people that you're in relationship to in each role and ask yourself, how do I want that person to remember me when I'm gone? Think about what each relationship or role would look like if you were doing things like you would want to. 
if if you were, you know, the sort of ideal in each of them. Okay, so that's a step. And kind of just journal this, write, write some notes down to yourself. And then realistically evaluate where you are today uh, in relationship to where you want to be. And finally, then you're going to write down an action item or two to help you move in the direction from where you are to where you want to be. I mean, I, I know I'm doing this really quickly. There's a really great resource for a more in-depth approach to this process. Uh, a, a writer and speaker named Michael Hyatt, you may have heard of. He's got a really great ebook on creating your personal life plan. There's a link in the show notes to where you can get this. It's a free resource. And I've also included links um, to where uh, on Amazon where you can get a couple of other books that I've found really helpful in thinking through this process of establishing priorities that reflect my values. Um, so again, there's the process of identifying what those roles or relationships are, uh, prioritizing them based on your personal values, asking yourself and, and, and put this in writing so you've got it available to you. What kind of a, you know, whatever do I want to be or how do I want that person in that relationship to remember me when I'm gone? Think about that and then think about where you are today and develop a, an action plan. List, a, a, make commitments to yourself of two or three things for each of those to move you in the direction of where you want to be. Um, this is all an ongoing process of sort of establishing those those priorities and those um, uh, guiding principles that you're going to use when you come out of this session to inform your decisions about uh, opportunities that might come to you in, uh, to use your time later on. So you want to keep those priorities and those action steps somewhere handy so that you can look at them regularly and refer to them when you're offered an opportunity to do something. Um, you know, if somebody comes to you and says, I'd like you to, you know, chair this committee or attend this event or whatever, uh, take a moment and ask yourself, does this fit into my priorities, into my vision for where I want my life to go? If no, then maybe you need to pass on that opportunity and leave it to somebody that it's a better fit for. You know, well, in future episodes, we'll talk a little more about the specifics of managing our time and applying these priorities um, to make sure we're, we're using um, uh, our time and our opportunities and our resources in furtherance of these priorities and the values we've identified. And and it's not a static thing. I mean, you know, in different phases of your life, priorities may shift a little bit. Our goals, you know, our objectives and where we want to end up may change as we grow and develop. Um, and so it's something you need to revisit two or three times a year and go back and look and say, what's changed? How do I, you know, how do I need to move things around um, and uh, uh, to sort of create this life that matters that, that I want to talk about over the course of the coming episodes? But the bottom line is that taking the time to think through our commitments, our dreams, and our values and to establish those priorities firmly in our minds 
will help us make smart choices about how we use our time and our resources so we can accomplish those things that matter most to us and thereby become truly productive in the very best sense of the word. Um, Something to think about. We'll be talking more about that in more detail in coming episodes. So, um, now that we've looked at this big picture a little bit, again, we'll be talking about it more as we go along. And we, We've started to set our priorities. We're ready to get into more of the nitty-gritty. The next episode of The Productive Woman will focus on my top 10 tips for managing your day. Just some uh, a quick summary of some things that I hope you'll be able to really put into practice right away. Another upcoming episode after that will be setting up the target, and we'll be talking about goal setting. So I would love your help in um, making sure that each episode is truly useful to you. So if you have a question about either of these topics, please leave me a voicemail message by going to my website at Laura mcclellan.com again that's l-a-u-r-a dash or hyphen mcclellan m-c-c-l-e-l-l-a-n dot com and you can click on the pink tab at the right hand side of the website and leave a voicemail message there or you can email me at feedback at theproductivewoman.com and uh, uh, give me your questions so that I can make sure I address them in these upcoming episodes. That's basically it for this episode of The Productive Woman. It's, you know, a little short one. Um, I really appreciate you spending this time with me. I hope you found it useful. If you haven't already, you can subscribe to The Productive Woman in iTunes. That way, each new episode will download automatically to your computer or your your smartphone or whatever device you listen to podcasts on Uh, right now I have it uh, um, the productive woman is available only on the website or in iTunes but if there's another podcatcher app that you'd like to subscribe in let me know what that is again send me an email at feedback at theproductivewoman.com and let me know what that is and I'll see about getting it into the system that works best for you I really want to make it available to you and I appreciate it, uh, your, you know, your interest. If you think this podcast is worthwhile, I would also be grateful if you would rate The Productive Woman in iTunes. This really helps with keeping it visible so people who have never heard about it can discover it and maybe join the community. Remember also to consider joining, um, uh, looking for The Productive Woman on Facebook and uh, liking the page and and leave me a comment there or you know a little post let me know what you think Uh, that's another venue for giving me suggestions or questions that you'd like to answer uh, as I said in the previous episodes I really want this to be a conversation I really want this to be um, the starting point for a community of women who can support and encourage each other and share ideas to help us make our lives a little easier, a little better, a little, um, little more fun, maybe. If you would like to comment on this episode, again, you can go to uh, www.theproductivewoman.com. Scroll down to the show notes for this episode 
and leave a comment there in the comment section. I, I, I probably sound like a broken record at this point, but I really would love to hear from you. Uh, you know, a comment, a question, a suggestion for future topics, or for, you know, if there's something you think I could be doing better, whatever. Uh, again, I really want to hear from you. In the meantime, uh, I guess until next time, remember, extend grace to each other and to yourself, and go make your life matter.